How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a uh, Wednesday. Good to be with you. Um... So the Astros, we get started here in a couple of weeks with pitchers and catchers, man. There was a lot of Astro folks at the Houston Sports Awards last night, excited for the season. Josh Hader signing seems to have been like a nice little B12 shot in this offseason, Seth. Like it was a pretty dormant yeah. offseason, I think. And now this Josh Hader signing is sort of a you know showing them they mean business kind of thing. Well, the hot, the hot stove league continues to get colder and colder. There's still... Like many notable free agents still out there as pitchers and catchers are about to report. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, it's, I, the Josh Hader signing was, uh, I don't know if it was a, a huge boost or anything, but it was a, a little bit of, um, I think it was reassuring to see that, okay, they're, they're, they're remaining aggressive. This, this window isn't closed. Um, like up in Boston right now, I don't know how this came across my timeline. Oh, it's because I saw that John Henry was trending, and I thought, ooh, maybe new folklore or something. And uh, it turns out they were talking about the owner of the Red Sox and how much he's hated and despised up in Boston. Oh, really? Because they refused to uh, refuse. Oh, to spend yeah, money saw, yeah, I saw that. Like they're yeah. they're pulling back on their spending. Boy, that's got to yeah. feel weird for Red Sox fans. Yeah. Sorry, you don't just get to a blank check anymore, Red Sox fans. I'm I'm glad you sent me this article from the athletic though because it's for a team in the Astros that has had such a strong culture since 2015 and you know people outside of Houston would never understand or realize exactly like how solid a foundation they've had in terms of a lot of their veteran leadership I think that some of it some of it flies under the radar when it comes to the Latin American side of it. Yeah. Um because you know because the, the gringos like Sean and I don't necessarily appreciate like what guys like Hector Neris have done for the Latin players on yeah. the team and like how much he's helped them come along and and like understand baseball and feel like a part of the organization. Yeah, let me lay out the article you're talking about here. Um the uh the Chandler Rome has a piece that he wrote on Monday and talking about how, you know, everybody's excited about the season coming up, but they lose Hector Neris in free agency over the weekend to Chicago. They let Martin Maldonado walk, and now everybody's got a certain kind of way they feel about Maldonado, but it's undeniable that Maldonado was a leader in that clubhouse. That is a, that, that is a fact. And then Michael Brantley retiring also leaves a leadership void at the very least. He didn't play much last year, but leadership void. Neris is the one that was... Eye-opening for me, Seth, only because we hadn't seen a lot of anecdotes about Nearest. When you're a catcher, the leadership is very evident. And Maldonado, I mean, Dusty Baker was like a walking infomercial for Martin Maldonado. Brantley, we had heard the story about his speech at the World Series in 2022. Nearest, I didn't realize, was such a big leader for that bullpen. And, and Ro- Chandler Rome's got some anecdotes in here about how when he first signed with the Astros, he wanted to get the the Latin American minor league prospects together for a dinner to yeah. talk with them about being a big leaguer and so forth. And then just the subsequent two seasons after that in Houston only reinforced just what a big presence he was on that pitching staff, a pitching staff full of young Latino players that are navigating their first few seasons 
of professional baseball. Yeah, and, and Chandler had written about this, I want to say it was last year, or maybe it was two years ago, whenever the like, nearest had been with the team for four months, and he asked the team to um, – they had this spring training tradition of inviting every Latin American minor league prospect to dinner. Yeah. And they had always done that in Philadelphia. So he decided to do it in, um, in Houston. Mm -hmm. So nearest kind of established it in Houston said nearest asked the team to assist and even offered to drive a van back and forth. If it could not arrange transportation, uh, the team did. So around 60 prospects enjoyed advice from a veteran reliever and dinner at a Colombian restaurant on Nearest's dime. Like he paid for it and everything. So like nearest was just very much took the bull by the horns and being a leader and, and helping out the young guys too. So it's, yeah, it does feel, it feels, very much like between him and Maldonado and just all the various other guys that have left over the last few years how do you start replacing all of that yeah and I I, I don't know the answer to that I you know they it's they they you know they've imported Josh Hader and that's it I guess you know from the standpoint of leadership on the pitching staff you've got Justin Verlander around for a full season now so there's there's that I you know I I don't know the, the I don't know how to categorize Justin Verlander's leadership other than he's probably a great lead by example guy at the very least, right? We could tell we could tell the story about the time during the ALCS that he he poked his That's head back right. out and That's right. uh, and, and uh, just yelled for everybody to. Uh, to what was to, that again? You remember Jose, right? It was a big news story. It was uh, uh, Verlander put ducked his head out. He had his shirt off. He had his shoulder in ice, and he yelled at everybody in the dugout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when was that again? <laughs> that was from okay. For those who don't know, Seth and I interviewed Jose Altuve last year, and Seth brought up what was I, I think a moment that a lot of Astro fans remember. Justin, they, they made kind of a big deal of it yeah. in in the news the next day. Yeah, that uh, Verlander had kind of like look at how look at how committed he was and like how he was he was. Not not even cheering on his teammates, but almost like commanding them to do something. Yeah, he's yeah. yelling. And it was, I think it was game yeah. two of the World Series. It was a road game for sure. It was in L.A. Yeah. And, and and he looked, I mean, dialed in, telling the guys, yeah. let's get this. Let's do this. And Seth asked Jose Altuve what that was what that was like. He asked how, Jose Altuve about that Justin Verlander moment. And Altuve said. Uh, when was that again? Yeah. So I went back and watched it, yeah. and like in my memory, it had been like him talking to everybody, just glued in on him. Oh yeah, like it, Roquan yeah. Smith before the yeah. AFC title game. Yeah. In reality, it was like Verlander ducked his head out. Like three people walked past him without even looking at him, <laughs> yelled something, and then that was it. Like I don't know if anybody even knew he was even there. He treated or anything. him like yeah. he is holding up a sign saying he needed food. Like he was I a homeless remember. guy on the median. Yeah. And let's remember, it was loud, too. It was too loud to hear a garbage can of clanging. So, like, you know they couldn't hear Verlander's voice. But oh that's, the, uh, that's the leadership that they have now. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jose Altuve, he was, yeah. Well, what was that again? Uh, what was that again? I felt so bad. I sent, I immediately sent, I went, like, after the interview, I, I, I grabbed that video and I sent it to the publicist that had uh, done everything. I was like, yeah, if you show Jose this and if he needs a laugh, this is how stupid it was. What I, I, <laughs> oh, this you thing sent, I was asking you him to remember. the YouTube of the Verlander yeah, moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was funny. That was funny. Um, is there a leadership concern on the Astros this year? Like, as I'm going through the roster in my mind here, um, I'm trying to think of who, like, the alphas are. Like, you know, Bregman, you know, he's he's got leadership qualities. Jose Altuve, more of a lead-by-example guy, I, but certainly major, major respect. 
I think that, you know, like Lance, Lance with now his age, like he's a genuine veteran, even though he's not out there much anymore. I think there's a, there's a presence and there's kind of like a continuity with him and a genuine pride in the organization that I feel like that, that provides something. He's getting up to that age too, where he's like, he's always been a very cerebral guy. Um, so I think when he's, when he's working with the younger guys, that probably helps a lot. Um, like he's, that's the shame about it with Lance is for all of his physical issues, he's exactly the right kind of guy you want that actually like really cares about his team Mm -hmm. as a professional athlete. Uh, if you can get guys that actually really care about the team, that's a big, big deal. And, and he's that guy, but he's also, you know, he's just not, he's not the alpha when it comes to the, the performance side of things. He said this last uh, McCullers. I think it was McCullers who said this, cause I, I, I'm trying to think of current Astros who who made it up to the stage last night. And he's the only one I can think of. I, Berkman was up there, but he's retired. So I think it was McCullers who said this. And I've heard other people say this too during the off season, cause Kyle Tucker, has been a you know he's been a big topic this offseason just because I think there's a lot of Astro fans that would like to see him locked up long term. But I've seen people talk about Kyle Tucker's leadership. Mm-hmm. And McCullers said this on the stage last night at the Houston Sports Awards. They said, you know, you people don't often think this with Kyle Tucker because he's got a certain type of personality, but he's become one of the leaders in that clubhouse too. Um so do you are you buying Kyle Tucker as a leader in the Astros clubhouse? Yeah. Um I I guess Sure, and you never know exactly what I get. I, I, I don't know if, like, you know, are you going to hear people say the same thing about him that, like, a Brian McCann or a Carlos Beltran yeah. um, or those guys that they brought, you know, back in? And, that, again, all of this gets colored by the being better than everybody else scandal in a way when you talk about Carlos Beltran. But those guys were a big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know. I don't know if he's got that same gravitas that those guys do. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it is tricky i think you know if we, if we buy into what chandler rome is laying out in this article that yeah. hector nearest being gone martin maldonado being gone in free agency and michael brantley retiring so all three are gone they were major leaders in the astros clubhouse it does create an interesting dynamic with a first-year manager, albeit one who's been in that clubhouse the last several years in Joe Espada, but he's in the big seat now, you know. So I, I just think that's—I think it's something to monitor more than anything else. Like, is this a team where it looks like chemistry is an issue? They look a little lost at times this year, you know. We'll maybe 
maybe the first couple months of this season serves as a referendum on this sort of thing. I just think yeah. first time between that and managing the bullpen situation with Hader and Presley at the back end here, if there's – I know they've been saying there's no issue with either of these guys, but Ryan Presley hasn't spoken on this yet. Um, I, I, yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is that, for one, they've got multiple guys that have a boatload of playoff experience already. And so that part I don't worry about. I think that 2015 and 16 squad, they looked at it and they thought, man, these guys have a bunch of minor league championships, but we really haven't, you know, they haven't really been tested at the major league level. We got to get some guys in who do that. I think that the only, I think as long as you have the right kind of guys on your team and they get that experience, the leadership emerges. And like with the pitching staff, whether it's a, Javier or Nikiti or a Framber or whomever it is, I think that that comes over time. Yeah, but I don't like I don't there. There's not enough jackasses on this team for me to worry about the leadership. No, if there were a bunch of jackasses, I'd worry about the leadership. I no, I would too. I would too. Yeah, and again, these are first world problems in baseball. Like we're sitting here yeah. talking about a leadership vacuum from three guys who are leaving, and meanwhile in Detroit, they're talking about not having enough good baseball players. You know what I mean? Right, like it's right. so. These are first world problems of the three by far the most interesting is Maldonado leaving and Yiner Diaz being given the big seat full-time, second year, Yeah, where that was cited as a reason why a lot of these pitchers wanted to throw to Maldonado was, I mean, I'm categorizing it as leadership. It's really probably more experience than leadership or anything else, but the management of the pitching staff, because you I think you can find somebody else to fill Neris's role on the staff. I think, you know, Michael Brantley being the older guy, in the clubhouse, that voice to go to. Hell, that could be something Jose Abreu could be. You know, he's 37 years old. The Yiner Diaz thing is, to me, by far the most intriguing one of the three. You know, and and I I guess, like, in terms of leadership, it it can come from a bunch of different directions. But even in in working with Yiner Diaz and giving him that confidence, like, exactly, you know, how good are the various pitchers going to be with him on that? You Mm -hmm. know, like, if if it was Goose Gossage up there, throw into a young, uh, <laughs> you know, green green catcher. Exactly. Like, how would it go? How would it go with Yiner Diaz and uh, Goose Gossage? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. In the era of the pitch clock. Yeah. So. <laughs> Goose was mean, dude. <laughs> yeah. Not well. I don't worry. Like, I feel like that. I feel like the pitchers will work well with him and bringing that along. But it is. At some point, Yiner's just got to be. He's, I, I don't think he's as. He might not be as naturally assertive as Maldonado was. Yeah. But Maldonado may have just earned that over time with his experience and expertise. I think Yiner's been texting all the guys, you know, like trying to connect with them a little bit and show, you know, like showing a form of leadership. He's communicating with them throughout the offseason, you know? He's like asking them questions yeah, about their checking dogs in with and them. Stuff. Yeah, 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 checking in with them, you know, just getting get to the, the human level. He uh, and Caratini have been uh, – they, they said they've been going back and forth a bit. Yep. Just uh, talking about strategy and all that stuff. Yeah, I've, I've heard Caratini's name get brought up. might have even been by Lance last night as somebody that's been a nice addition. Um, as long as uh, – Chris in the ATL, as long as we have Verlander shouting obscenities at opposing managers, the young Astro pitchers will be fine. Hashtag true leadership. Yeah, that, remember that when he shouted at Alex Cora? Cora was mm-hmm. getting jerky about the pitch comm. Verlander dropped an F-bomb on his head. And I think sometimes too, I think, I think people sleep on Bregman a little bit just because he was, as a young guy, he was so brash and, uh, like almost, almost seemed like a, like a, like an aggressive frat kid when he was young. He's, he's mature and it wasn't ever an issue or anything. It was fun, right? Like he was kind of like, you know, he was had an in your face attitude about stuff and it was fun. I think he's like, he's mellowed out in, in a good way 
as he's gotten older into more of a guy that I look at as a genuine leader. Yeah. Like he's in a, you know what he is? He's an adult. Now. Yeah, he's an adult. Yeah. I don't know. I love that version of Alex Bregman when he doesn't have yeah. to be the guy who's the leader in the clubhouse. He's a great supporting actor. You know what I mean? Like the uh-huh. crazy cousin. Yeah, now he's he's evolved into more of a guy who everybody can follow. I agree with that. Um, all right, Payne and Pendergast with you uh, on a um, on a Wednesday. All right, so Bobby Slowick, deal done. Gerard Johnson, deal is done. Both are getting raises. Both are coming back. What is next on the agenda this offseason for Nick Casario, D'Amico Ryans, and the Houston Texans? That is next.